Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 23. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here on a somewhat regular basis. <laughs> we're pretty good at keeping up with the two a week right now. We're trying. Uh, we're about ready to fall behind again. No, we're not. No. Stephanie, Bite your tongue. Stephanie will not let it happen. Here we are, chapter 20, no, episode 23, chapter 14 of Catching Fire. And uh, let's see here. We're recording this on Wednesday, August 10th. So yesterday, episode 28, well, the famous, the infamous, the infamous episode number 22. You know, the one where I was totally off my game. I, yeah, I know. I almost was going to ask for a recall on that one. Not a chance. And Stephanie says, no, I did good. <laughs> darn it. That's what I said. And our friends on Facebook confirmed that, you know, I, I, I somebody had uh, responded to me and I, said oh wow two chapters and like yeah but it wasn't the greatest because i was totally off my game mm-hmm. and i said please tell me you know if you listen to it what you thought and right goes, well you didn't talk nearly as much as you used to but you know it was, it was a good episode mm-hmm. and i'm like oh no well, i feel better about it because i almost re- <laughs> we almost did a re-record on that one no we didn't okay <laughs> i almost wanted to right all right but here we are back in the saddle again here in the studio it's not as hot i am not as tired and we are going to cover chapter 14 which uh is only one chapter but it is an awesome chapter such a good chapter this my friends is the chapter where we learn about the second quarter quell right the games that uh that hamish won actually yes we indeed and of course we are going to get to the video which uh we get to kind of relive an overview of uh what happened there what right no i'm i'll wait until we get to the video okay yeah fair enough so yeah what is this note you have in here oh i just took it out so don't worry about oh it. okay so basically go to the very first one before uh not even the slightest hope of return right so we ended chapter 13 they're on the train they didn't get to say goodbye and she's watching district 12 through through the windows of the train and she says this time i'm leaving and there's not even the slightest hope of return okay so she's already on her way to the third quarter quell correct okay yeah for some reason i don't know why i hadn't really realized that me neither you know why didn't you realize that i don't know but you know because we're getting very close to the part where i haven't read i know i know and i'm pretty sure that like chapter 18 even though You've heard it. I, I don't think, I think yeah. you're asleep. F- 15, 16, 17, and 18 are all a blur to me. So, right. There's going to be little bits and pieces like, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They're my favorite. So they're not a blur to me. I'm yeah, like well, thinking about, I can't wait until we get to talk about. I, you know what? It was chapter, well, 14. I remember because, mm-hmm. and of course I certainly remember it now because we've read it a second time. Right. 15, 16, 17, 18 were were listened to while I was halfway asleep on an airplane for hours yeah. on a tarmac. Well, no, 18, 17 and 18, I read to you. I don't remember that. 
in our room. We read them together in our room, and you fell asleep while we were reading them. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. you know better than I do. Anyway, we're getting close. Because I remember I was in there. I'm like, you got to hear this. Did you hear this? Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> and but I didn't hear. You didn't hear. All right. Well, <laughs> you were like snoring already. So, so basically, they're, so they're, they're now they have left District 12. They've and left District there's 12. Not going, there's not any going back. And the goodbyes that she'll never get to say are says, left no, on her tongue. Well, that's okay. We'll write letters. And she's like, I know I'm not going to write those letters. Exactly. It's just like in District 11. I'm not, I can't get that out. You know, Peter, he can do that. That's not, that's not what I'm good at. So, um, she is, she, it, it's like at this moment, she is, would it be correct to say she's resigning her? Like she is. Yeah, she's given up. She, well, no, because that's not the point that I'm making. Oh. Um, she's given up on her own life, but she is. it is now her mission. And she even says, it's more than my mission. It's my dying wish to keep Peter alive. Yeah. That he's going to come home. That, yeah, okay. She's given up on any hope of going home, of any hope for being there for Rue, of any hope of, you, you know. Mean Prim? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. Of Prim. And, uh, and, and so she's given, she's given up on the fact that she's coming out a lot. Exactly. That's what I meant to say, but you're right. She does. She has more than a mission. It's her dying wish. It's her dying wish. That she does whatever possible to make sure that PETA lives, yep. which wait a second. Does she, has she logically thought this through? Because I don't think she think has. So. Because is she crazy? Because she's just going to end up in the same position we, she was in before. If, if that is her dying wish that she could make sure that PETA lives. Well, there, and there's only one way that her dying wish could come alive. And that is, it's going to come down to her and PETA. Exactly. And he's not going to kill her and she's not going to kill him. We've been there. We've done that. That's exactly it. So, th- so she's got a flaw. Yep. You know, in her plan. Her, she's got a flaw in her plan. Well, in that case, so does he. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, no, okay. Yes. I, I, I think I can see where you're coming from, but I think there's, she has more in her, I think, to to see her dreams come true. I'm true. Okay. To you know what I'm ha- saying? Right. I do. I think I, do. I think for I think for Katniss and for Peta to be the only two left, it's gonna have it's gonna take a lot of Katniss saving Peta's life. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. I think Peta's great and all because he would have eaten those berries that killed Cat uh, Foxface. He would have died had he he would have died yeah. of uh, starvation and thirst yep. Uh, yep. buried in the mud. Yeah. There's so many times that that she saved him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so we're on the train and um, coming to dinner. Um, Effie's hair is the same color as Katniss's pen. OK. So like she's it's like she's gold. sporting the gold hair. Nice. Right. And um, I missed that. I don't even remember that part. I don't know how you missed that because she's talking about, you know, making a bracelet and making it like they have a team color now. Yeah. Like she has the hair and she has they're the gold team. That's that's who they are. You know, what's funny is, is all this time. I I know that we're hearing about how the people in the Capitol dress and their funny tattoos and their dyed skin colors and, and all this stuff. And you know what? As I'm reading this, I when I picture these people. I only picture the weird hair color like for a moment. And then you but go then I always think uh, like Effie is always tour guide Barbie to me. She's always going to be a blonde hair ditzy, you know, hi, I'm Barbie. But you know, you that's know? really not at all who she is. 
I, well, in my mind, it still is who she is. Okay. Every everything she says, it, it just. Well, now she like finally has the right hair color. She's she's clueless, Barbie. <laughs> Do you hear me? Yes. But before it was orange, and yeah. before that it was pink. I right? It, yeah, and, and so far, it, I know that I remember the pink hair color. Or mm-hmm. was it a wig? See, it, was it was a wig. wig. Right. Right. So it's it wasn't. Wig. It wasn't hair color. Her hair wasn't it pink. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I still imagine her this this blonde, you know, clueless person that, okay. that you know the. You know, one. You know what I'm saying. I'm not I do, that blondes I do. are clueless. Right. I'm just saying, you know, that stereotype. The stereotype. I know and what the, you mean. And that's what I'm what I'm picturing when I picture Effie. I I still never. And and then there's what's his name, uh, the one yeah. that uh, Cinna, Cinna? You know, who mm-hmm. ha, who's obviously also very stylish with colors and and stuff like that. I I don't picture him as being you know anything odd looking as far as color and stuff i tell you what i cannot wait to see cinna on screen Uh uh-huh um because right now i just pictured lenny kravitz in my head with his nose ring like the wild so like to see him in character yeah i think is gonna help but i don't think i have like and that guy who does the interviews what's his name um caesar caesar is that right Uh uh-huh yeah flickerman Caesar Caesar Flickerman. flickerman he's played by stanley tucci yeah, and or so going to be. I'm having a hard time picture him, you know, all weird. Oh, see, no, I can totally, I got that. Okay. I've, I've got that one. All right. Yeah, and um, her her stylist, you know, with the the one has the green skin and the, the other one has spiky hair. I mean, I can I can get yeah. all of those. See, I have. In my mind, I wonder as if that's I'm hearing a difference these stories, between men and women. I think like, it might. I don't know. But for me, I still, I, I remember kind of just visualizing just barely. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear their names afterwards, I always think of regularly dressed, normal looking people. Okay. Nice. Until, until Katniss points out that they're not. That they're not. And it imme- and then immediately they go back to just normal looking people in my mind. Okay. It, it's, it's weird. All right. I, I sometimes forget that they dress funny, have funny looks to them. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I'm going to be blown away and shocked when I see the movie. Right. I think you will be. Yeah. That's I, awesome. I, I know I will be. That'll be fun. So, um, so team, um, team gold, gold is sitting down to dinner. Hamage is not drinking. <gasps> what? And this is like such a big deal that even Effie has sent her wine away. Yes. So not to tempt him. Exactly. Which I show shows that she's not tour guide Barbie. That's true. She's, she's more caring than that. A little bit, yeah. All right. So they're like, okay, let's, you know, Effie is, okay, let's, um, why don't we watch the other reapings? All right. So they're, um, Peter goes and he gets the list and they're, they are, he's making notes by the ones that will actually be competitors. Worthy opponents. Yeah. Well, no, I think he, he takes notes on all of, I mean, he took notes on all of them, mm-hmm. but uh, he's just, he's pulling out the ones that are now part of the games that are now oh, the tributes. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And, and separating them out. And, um, when they get to district 12, the announcer gets teary and says the odds will never be in their favor. Oh, the starstruck lovers oh. of district 12. Are they annoying you? Because they're annoying Katniss. I just wanted to say, yeah. <laughs> so, um, everyone, you know, heads off to bed. PETA sends Katniss to bed. Like he, he's like, go to bed and she doesn't want to can't handle the nightmares. And then she thinks not, not without, without you. you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to put that in there and I'll have to tell you um, this weekend I spent 
in Columbus with you did I without did, me without you and had a fantastic girls time with my friend Allison who gave me a hard time about not even giving Gail a chance. She's like, you didn't even give him a chance. You just wrote him off from the beginning. (laughs) Well, he deserved it from the beginning (laughs) and I held my ground and I'm just, you know, it's what, what was it? Season four of lost all over again. Yeah. Was it four or five that I said I is Allison team Gail. I don't think so. Okay. She's she just, just giving said you a I hard time for making your decision so soon. Yeah. I mean, she, she gave him a chance. Yeah. She's read the whole story. So she knows, you know, yeah. how it ends and, and everything and was like, you know, but you, you got to give him, you got, you got to give him a chance along the way. And I'm like, no, he was a creep from the beginning. <laughs> and she's like, Whatever. So <laughs> that's, funny. we agreed to disagree because friends can do that. Friends can do that. Yes. And I told her if she had a problem with it, she could stop listening. <laughs> Friends don't let friends be Tim Gale. Do you hear me? What? I told her if she had a problem with it, she could stop listening. <laughs> oh, nice. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> we only have three people that listen to this and you're going to put one of them on the line. That is not true. Karen will never stop listening because she listens to all well, those episodes other, she's, over and over and over again. She, like we don't release our, enough. She's one of our enough. other three. She is. Other two. Yes. Um, actually, emailed, she emailed me last week and said that. Um, she likes listening to the podcast over and over again. And we're like opening her eyes to things she never would have thought of because it was it in the last chapter of the chapter before we talked about um, when Katniss got stuck behind the fence, when they turned oh, the yeah. fence on and how we thought they, um, we believe it was deliberate yeah. to trap her behind there. And she said she never would have thought of that had we not. Oh, interesting. So anyway, she gets up at 5 a.m. like all the time to, you well, know, hello, Karen. on Tuesdays and we Saturdays. We love you. <laughs> To see if her. And I still need to call her about. You do about the headphones because this popped speaker is like irritating. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. And Aaron, and, and I'm going to come in I know tomorrow gonna and hear- I'm going to sneak our speaker. <laughs> I'm going to sneak our headphones. Yeah. And switch. Them. I know Karen is listening to this and Karen, I know you'll hear this before I actually make the return phone call to you. You will. You're right. Right. So I just want to say that we don't want the ones that take batteries. We want just plain over the ear. Right. Headphones. I, she said, look at I, the website and call her. She okay. told me to tell you that. I know. I've got her phone number. It's, Yesterday. Written, it's written right here. Here's look. What's this say right there? Karen. And it's got her phone it's number. It's got her phone number. And it's sitting right there for me to call her. Yeah. And I don't look. I don't have to write it down because. Um, you got her on speed dial. I know. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> You were talking to her the other day. I talked to her yesterday. Why didn't you just hand her the phone? Hand me the phone. You were on a call, I think. Oh goodness. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, so again, we love Katniss you, wakes. We do, and, so, and I want to buy those very soon because right. Stephanie needs some new headphones. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm at the point now where I can't laugh because it, I'm going to go deaf in my right ear. I don't think I'll do that, but mm. anyway. Uh, so it's talking about screaming. Okay. What about it? Somebody's waking up screaming. Well, Katniss does, of course. Yes. Right? See, like how I got us back on she track. She said she was going to. I tried three times and <laughs> you, you weren't really? ready yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. <sighs> so she wakes up screaming like she knew she would. But this is different because now she is having nightmares about the people that she saw in the reaping. She's like, people I haven't even fought yet are already haunting me. You know, this is not even fair. One of the one of the women that she saw in the reaping, she dreamed that she turned into a big rodent and a big rodent. <laughs> well, you know, with the whole mutant dog thing. Yeah, that, no, I mean, that's, that's not that's too next, far from the yeah, I get it from what can go on. So um, again, she she wakes up screaming, screaming. She is, you know, gets out of bed, 
clearly she's not going to go back to sleep. Um, decides to order some warm milk. Ew. and Disgusting. Yeah, I don't like warm milk either, but mm-hmm. um, some people really do. I know. What is up with that? I don't know. Yeah, it, it's weird, but though. It, it is calming. Is it? I've had it before. I mean, I don't like it. I wouldn't. You know what I think about when I think about warm milk? I remember when at, you know, because as a child, there was there were times when I really liked cold, you know, a nice cold right. glass of milk. And yep. there were times when I didn't. It just made me sick to my stomach to think of it. And I remember there were times when I went to my grandparents' house over at Mimi and Parker's. Right. And they would pour a glass of milk and it would just sit there because I didn't want to drink it. And then it was warm. Ew. And so it was just room temperature. Yeah. And and I would be for I was, I was not allowed to leave the table until I drank it. And of yeah. course, it's just I like, hate that rule. It, it, it's like, seriously, I'm going to hurl. You know, this yeah. is disgusting. And so whenever I hear warm milk, <laughs> see, that's what I would do, too. <laughs> I hear warm milk and I think yeah. of that glass of milk and it's right. just how that makes me feel. So it's like, how can people drink that before yeah. you go to bed? Isn't see, so. But what's weird is hot chocolate made with. Milk. warm milk no it's, big deal right well because it's chocolate it's not the it's not the milk flavor and this isn't warm milk set out all day this is milk that you heat up warm milk but i still can't imagine drinking milk well warm you know it's funny because flavor. when i um when i was um growing up i would spend the night at my aunt's and uncle's house a lot um my cousin sarah was my best friend growing up and so i spent a lot of time over there well, they had this little country house. So in the winter, where the refrigerator went, they brought in the wood-burning stove. And the refrigerator went in the garage that was not attached. You had to walk through a small, you know, there was, I don't know, it was maybe seven feet mm-hmm. that um, from the house, from the kitchen door to the garage door to go where the refrigerator was put for the winter because the stove was in the house. And when I, when I would sleep over... We even got to a point where we would make breakfast and make sure that anything that needed milk was done very last because she knew that I wouldn't drink my milk if it even been sitting on the counter for just a few minutes. I just, I don't, yeah. yeah. If I want to drink milk, it has to be. So I I just think instead of warm milk, why not just some NyQuil gel caps? Right. Well, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So maybe they don't have NyQuil gel caps. Not that we get off the in the future. Not that we ever get off the topic of talking about this chapter. So So she orders her warm milk and she finds Peta awake Mm -hmm. and um, he opens her arms and she goes to them and it's their first affection since the quarter quell was announced. Oh, it's just so sweet. But I I like when she's standing there and she's like, you know, she doesn't want to let go. And if you think about it, not that she actually says it, but on some level, this is her last human contact, like physical human embrace that she's ever expecting to have. That's true. I didn't even think about that. And did she say that in the book? Too? No. Oh, that's, okay. that's me making all that up on my own. Seriously? I'm winging it. You go girl. Thanks. That's awesome. That, that's the key word there. Girl. I'm so, I'm such a girl. <laughs> it's so funny. I had not even given that a thought. It's yeah. just like, but yeah, you're, you're, you're getting into the mind of a woman. I am. Imagine that. It doesn't take much for me to get into the mind of a woman. Yeah, with me, just, I, it's a scary place to be. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, so, so she doesn't want to break that and it's, and he doesn't cause he's so in love with her. But, um, the uh what would you call him what the guy brings out the 
The video. The server brings out the the milk, and he says oh. that. Well, actually, I made two, the, and the I put A-box? honey in it, and yeah, that's what they're called. The A box. Yeah. No, because he could talk. Because he said. Oh, so he brought he's two. Not a, so he's just a servant. Right. He he okay. just be a servant because he he says he brought two cups and he put honey and spices in the milk and. Right. Which actually makes it not warm milk anymore. Honey and spices makes, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe some honey and spice warmed milk sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. But warm milk does make you sleepy. I wonder what it is about it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. So they're like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm um, talking about how the people in the Capitol are not happy about their victors going back into the arena. Right. Um, that these people get really attached to their victors. So now these and aren't just some people from a district they've never seen before, except these for are people just that the they interviews. Know. The, these are people that they know and they've come to love. Absolutely. So Mr. President Snow, you might have thought this was a really great idea, but guess what? Not so, buddy. I don't think this is going to work out so well for you. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. you're going to be assassinated. Right. So they decide... <gasps> By... Peta Melark's mother, and that's how she's going to die after she <laughs> knocks him off. All right. <laughs> that's a good theory. I like that one. I like that one too. I'm sticking to that. All right. So they decide, well, what are we going to do? Should we watch more games? You know, we've seen them all because they watched all the games. They Except know for one that he didn't feel comfortable watching. because, And they had no reason to watch it because Hamish is on their team. And he's, he's not going to be in. Team, and he's not going to be in. And so there was no need to watch it. But Katniss says, well, you know, it is the one only of the quarter quell. quell. Yeah, exactly. It's the only quarter quell we have. Maybe we should watch it. So they decide to sit down and watch the 25th Hunger Games. 50th. 50th. That's what yes. I meant. Sorry. So anyway, and that's the rest of the story is mostly for this. It is. For this chapter. It which is. Is amazing. I mean, and in fact, there's a fan film that's floating around on the internet. <laughs> this that, is what I was laughing at in the beginning. What? This fan film. I'm yes. not laughing at it. I'm laughing okay. at myself. The fan film is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I would highly suggest that you watch it. Highly Do not, suggest. however, watch it while you're eating your breakfast. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh, that's right. You did watch it while you were <laughs> eating your breakfast, didn't you? I watched it while I was eating my breakfast and my tummy didn't quite agree with it. So... Hmm. Well, I'll tell you was, what, I uh, want you to talk yeah. about what you think about this fan film. And, okay. and meanwhile, yeah. I'm going to find an easy way to create a link to pe- okay. for people so that they can go watch this. Okay. Go. So t- tell us about the fan film. So the fan film is, um, it is of Hamish's Hunger Games. So you come up and, and you see a young Hamish and, um, and some other people, they don't really, they don't really address who they are. Um, you do meet um, Maisley, who was part of, um, who was the other girl from his district. Um, while they're watching the reapings, and this doesn't happen in the video, but in the book, um, while they're watching the reapings from the quarter quell, they find out that um, that Maisley is Madge's aunt. And so the pin that Katniss has been wearing, the pin that has become her symbol, belonged to Madge's aunt, Maisley, who was also in the arena. Did you catch all that? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. So anyway, um, so you see a young Hamage and you see him fight several people and the um, the alliance that he makes with Maisley and ultimately 
her dying and and the the last five. I mean, it is done so well, so well. It it is it's done extremely well. And this is put together from the folks. Um, do we have the name of the place who made this? Uh, Mainstay Productions. Mainstay Productions. Which, by the way, you can check them out at mainstaypro.com is their website address. But uh, we have a link to not only this fan film, the second quarter quell is the name of the fan film, uh, and uh, we have a behind-the-scenes movie footage as well of how they created it. And it is done so well that people are like, I hope that the... Oh, my goodness, the movie doesn't the stand a chance. Yeah. The problem is, is that... The the movie is not going to stand a chance. This the fan film. You Tour know what impressed fan- me? What was the actors? Absolutely. The, the the opening scene where the one girl was she was like I just I, I just don't want, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And, and it's like a, it was a young girl. Yeah. And she's freaking out. And it's like wow. Wait a second. When you think because I'm sitting here, it's like I know I know what what are the ages of these kids? Twelve to eighteen. Twelve to eighteen is like I hear twelve to eighteen. I really don't think about. I know that I have a daughter that's eleven, but still in my mind, I'm still thinking of capable you know, defending yourself mm-hmm. kind of people, you know, even Katniss. I know that she's what, six, when she was 16, when she mm-hmm. was in the first one in the first games. And uh, so she's 16, but she still seems so mature, you know, and, and because of life has been so hard. I still don't imagine a 12 year old in any of these games. Right. I just don't imagine. Well, that. I, how can you not after Rue? Well, I, I, Rue seems like an odd, you know, that that they made such a point of Rue that, oh. that maybe this is just like, it doesn't hardly ever happen. Kind okay. Of now I'd guess that it happens no, quite a bit. No, I know. I know. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, sometimes you read this stuff and it doesn't, but when you see it on the, on the screen, it's like, Oh wow. Right. That, that you know, I, I don't know why I don't write my mind around the, the severity of it. I mean, obviously when I first read it, it just was shocking. But right. then after time it's like, you know, these are these are kids that are defending themselves. And, and then all of a sudden it just seems like they're all just as mature as Katniss in my mind. You know, that that's what's going on. But this this fan fade film here is done so amazingly and, and it is. brings it to life. And this is only, you know, I only bring this up now that we're talking about chapter four of uh, 14 of Catching Fire because you do not want to watch this unless you have seen or read this chapter. True. Because right. it is a complete I mean, it, it's like you're watching. It is. It, it's almost as though what Katniss and Peta are sitting there watching. It's like you're watching it. it this Absolutely. is this is what they're watching. That's what this fan film is. And by the way, uh, I'm not going to have a link to it in the show notes, but I'm going to I made a link that's going to make it easy for you to find if you're listening to the podcast. Um, GSPN.TV. That's the name of our network. Stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. GSPN.TV. Not com. All right, it's .tv, so gspn.tv forward slash QQ movie, all one word, and that stands for quarter quell movie. Mm-hmm. So gspn.tv forward slash QQ movie will take you to the site where we have embedded both the uh, movie itself and the behind the scenes, and you might as well go ahead and register for the site since you're on gspncommunity.com dot com and uh, interact with other people who love the Hunger Games as much as we do. Absolutely. Or actually more than we do. Because if I really loved the Hunger Games, would I have slept and not have finished this series already? No. I know. I'm True. such a I'm such a poser. You're such a so back can we go back to the book? Yes. But please. it truly is it truly is fantastic. Watch the the um the video. And what I mean when I say the movie doesn't stand a chance is that these 
fans were able to take half of a chapter and do that in 12 minutes. You make that 12 minutes worth of action. Yes. Whereas you have someone who read the book, messed up the script. And I'm just saying this. I'm not, I just, I want everyone to know We've that. We've been burned by so many Twilight movies. I try, I try to, um, on from, from book to movie, I try to lower my expectations. And, and so anyway, so you have, you know, an adapted script and, and only like an hour and a half to two hours to pull off an entire an entire story. So anyway, yeah. that's what I meant by that. Gotcha. But back to chapter 14. Um, I love that she's shocked at seeing a young Hamage of seeing him strong and capable and, um, you know, so different from this man who she knows who has the shakes all the time and, you know, can't live without a drink. Right. And, um, and so the, the shock of seeing a young Hamage and then they see him find the force field of the end of the arena. I love that. And not only that, but he used it as a weapon, which they totally, you know, um, Katniss is like, that's almost as bad as us in the berries. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and Hamage is, is behind them. And, and he's like, you know, almost, but not quite. And so Katniss is like, you know what? I think I finally know who Hamage is. And, I, and I'm beginning to know who I am. Yeah. And two people who caused the Capitol so much trouble, well, surely they can get Peter home alive. Right? I don't know. Uh, I hope so. I don't know. We'll find out. Well, you already know. I don't. You don't know. And I don't want I to I hope so. Two people who caused the Capitol so much trouble. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we also saw Maisel Lee, Madge's aunt. Did you say that already? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I figured you did while I was looking up the movie thing. <laughs> Fun stuff. <laughs> I'm always paying attention. You know that. Yeah. No, I even asked you if you were paying attention and you said, yeah. And I said, yeah, <laughs> right. Not likely. Uh, Something like that. Depends on how you define paying attention. Because I, I talked all about... Was I listening to see if you were talking while I was still doing something else? Yes, I was paying attention. <laughs> That's not how I define paying, paying, paying attention. Paying attention to me means I'm waiting to... If you were to ask you. me a question, I would be able to respond to it. I'm so glad I'm only raising one son. <laughs> because I cannot handle a whole house full of people who don't listen. Uh, Rather, you were listening, but you didn't hear me. Yes. That's the difference. Well, we want to say thank you for those of you who do listen to or us. Or you heard me and you weren't listening. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> thank you to those who listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, special special day today. Now, of course, I know you guys don't get this until Saturday. Or for those of you listening on the podcast feed like three years later. Right. It doesn't apply to you, but I still, you know, because we are recording this on a very special day on August 10th, 2011. I just want to say happy birthday to my beautiful wife. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. You want to hear something funny I did today? What'd you do today? So I went to sign the kids up for swim lessons. Yes. And um, I had to write the date on the top of the paper. Did you not... Did you do 1978? I did. I figured you would. And then, which was funny because I wrote the date and then I wrote my birth date because it asked that also. Yeah. And then when I went to write my check, I was like, oh, today's my birthday. And I put my birth year as the year. And so he laughed and told me happy birthday. But I think it was the first time I've ever had to write the date 
on, on my birthday. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. I, I laughed at myself. That is that's hilarious. Well, my friends, thank you for tuning in to <laughs> what's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. That's hilarious. Ah, ah, ah. Clearly, I've just <laughs> amused you. Hey, guys, call us and leave us some feedback. 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. Tell everybody you know about The Hunger Games. Tell them to read it. Tell them to listen to this podcast. And until next time, we encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.